Hello, welcome to Rachel Pod. This is your host, Patrick Williams. Tonight is the 16th of December. Uh, coming to the end of the 2020 college football season. Um, championship week is upon us, weekend. A little bit of a different look with some teams subbing in for other teams this week. So Jimmy G is going to have to be on his game and making sure we know who's actually playing in the championship games coming up this weekend, as well as a smattering of other games, which is rather unusual for championship weekend that there are some other games going on at the same time. So uh, we'll, we'll talk through some of those. Uh, Razorback regular season has come to a merciful conclusion with a 52 to three loss to Alabama and Fayetteville uh, on Saturday in a game that was close for about a quarter or at least within range for about a quarter. And then as so often happens against Tom Logan or against Alabama, Tom Logan, uh, special teams play occurred. And uh, to quote your words, uh, the dam has broken. And indeed it had there at the beginning of the second quarter. So uh, Jimmy G and Tom with me, I should have done introductions Johnny, I'm sure, will join in progress, as is his custom. Uh, but to you, Tom, first, uh, the the punt return, as much as you can say, a play that early in the first half is a backbreaker. It certainly seemed to be for the Razorbacks. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it was, obviously. I, I mean, we, we really had no chance at any point in the game, obviously. But And, and I think Jimmy G actually texted or emailed about about it just felt like we were just waiting for the dam to burst and it may have been immediately thereafter or I can't remember if he sent that email after the punt return or before but you know it was it was over then you know the the, the hogs had some they did they did have two pretty good defensive possessions there to start the game had a very nice drive that we couldn't get in the end zone <clears throat> and then we um, then we stopped them right after that on a fourth down play and we just couldn't you know we went three and out we brought in KJ there for uh, some odd reason I didn't quite understand in the flow of the game the way it was going but um, you know they're just they're just way too good, um, and it was it was competitive until it wasn't, and then it wasn't, and it never you know never had any. It was a runaway train that never slowed down. Um, you know the disappointing parts I think was our offense was pretty inept, other than the one drive. I would have liked to have seen. I didn't mind. The 52 was obviously no surprise. I think every one of us had 50, 50 plus for Alabama or close to it. So that that certainly wasn't any surprise. I was a little disappointed that our offense wasn't able to score some points. Um, but Alabama is, you know, their defense is coming around. Their offense is ridiculous, and they're going to be. And I, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't bet on anybody else right now to win the national title. And they certainly, they looked the part this weekend. Jimmy G, you know, sorry if I accidentally attributed the damn breaking email to Tom instead of you, but um, 
you know, I think you, I will give you credit for this. I think you made a big point on last week's show about just kind of feels like too many SEC games in a row, um, worn out the way we lost the Missouri game, the way we lost the LSU game, I think took a toll down the stretch. Um, just a, a lot to ask of this team to finish out the season against Alabama. Oh, for sure. Um, and, you know, it, losing 52-3 to to Alabama, I mean, they've done that to just about everybody they played this year or something similar. You know, it's, it's – I think their average margin of victory is 33. Um, about, so, about five touchdowns. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't recall it what their closest game's been, but they may be in range of that uh, 95 Nebraska team. I think their closest game was a two-touchdown win. So, um, I certainly know there's not been a single game where they've been in any kind of jeopardy in the second half. Um, so, uh, in a pretty pedestrian effort in the second half. I mean, you can just tell that Florida, that Florida Alabama just, you know, they, they wanted to get out of there. Uh, once halftime hit, and that second half lasted about 45 minutes. Um, just a lot of run plays, and so I mean, it probably could have been a lot worse. But um, the offense certainly disappointing. Um, three points, you really couldn't get any kind of rhythm going. Uh, yeah, the bringing Jefferson in after we'd had a little bit of success was—I I don't know what they were thinking. Um, and then, of course. In the second half, it turned disastrous with his injury. Um, but you know, a lot. Of, you know, the season as a whole is a positive, and the, uh, Tom can probably speak more to this than I can. I don't really follow recruiting much, but I just I know we were uh, expected to sign a pretty decent class. So, and first, you know, real class that Pittman's had a chance to put together because he's been here for a full year now. So that was good, um, and. You know, Arkansas is going to probably be in a bowl game. So, uh, we'll see, um, I guess, Sunday after the uh, college football playoff show, they'll probably – in the New Year's Six games, they'll piece together that the bowl and uh, wherever the Hogs will be heading, which probably be, I would guess, the Dallas-Fort Worth area or over in you know, somewhere in Tennessee for uh, one of those bowl games. But, uh, yeah, overall, just it's just a tough – finish to the season what's really been a positive experience in the first year under Pittman uh, just you know you really feel if we've gotten one of those games you know after being three and three uh, that we really had a good chance to win because uh, you knew I mean like Tom mentioned we all knew going in uh, Alabama was going to be a non-starter we weren't going to beat uh, Alabama at any point so uh, but yeah uh, Johnny and I both had Alabama at 52 points. Tom had him at 58. Uh, Patrick had him at 63. They certainly could have scored 63. They could have scored 70. They, I mean, you know, it was just uh, the second half where they – what they scored, 14 in the second half? They could have scored four or five touchdowns. They just didn't feel like it. <laughs> so, uh, that, that's kind of it. There's really not much more to say. Uh, Johnny's joined us. Johnny, we're just doing our initial takes on the game. Obviously, a, a tough Razorback game um any any thoughts you want to provide on the game last weekend no i mean they're better than us um i think that's a tough spot to bring jefferson in when uh, franks was gimpy or whatever um 
see didn't have a lot of success. Uh, we didn't have much success at all. And it, it seemed like, you know, we, we hung in there, we went down and kicked the field goal. And then as soon as the couple bad things happened, it just snowballed on us and got really out of control. I didn't, the game got away from us. I didn't feel like we spit the bit. I think we were just up against, you know, injuries have caught up with us, uh, attrition. Um, I think we're tired. I think we are, uh, even though we've, you know, um, uh, we just have a lot of guys out and the guys that have played have played a lot of snaps. And so I think, you know, 10 SEC games, I think you're trying to start to see that in some of the teams that don't have a lot of depth like we don't. Um, players, the teams have to rely on players to play a lot of snaps. Uh, that's just a heavy lift, and I think you can see it late in the season. Not, not just with Arkansas, it's with other teams that maybe don't have our de- have the depth as a, you know, a, um, you know, an Alabama or a Florida or whatever. But, um, you know, nothing really to take away from it. That was a tough game, um, not, not one you can really expect to win. Uh, maybe one day we'll get those guys. Yeah, the, the, I guess I'd just remark as final thoughts, the turnovers were kind of something that we hadn't really done uh, a lot of this year. So that was, to tag on Tom's point, a little disappointing at the end of the year. But, again, good team who's gotten better against the Razorback team that's kind of had the heart ripped out of them over the last couple of games. Probably not a markedly different result had we won LSU and in, in Missouri, but I certainly think everybody would be feeling better about about the season had we won those two games for sure. We really didn't get much in the way of a break, all, really all season, you know. And that's I know that's how you make your own breaks. I believe that to a large degree. And but uh, you know we had some we, we were we were a hard luck group this year, and uh, you know I. Someone asked me today what I thought, uh, you know, about the Razorbacks. You know, he's an Ole Miss fan, and and I and, and the, the really this summed up my thoughts. We at least played like we cared, and that was a huge improvement. And um, even against being overmatched against Bama, I felt like we may you know, maybe made a lot of mistakes, not even close to their level, but we we didn't just give up. I didn't sense. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, because it's, it's 2020, we do have another game more than likely to look forward to and we'll probably have a bowl show I guess after uh, next week or whenever we find out who the matchup is um, so well I guess next week's Christmas so that might be kind of hard it, the timing's all off it just feels weird so we'll get another show out before the bowl assuming they don't send us Shreveport to play like Thursday or Hawaii to play the Hula Bowl um, so <laughs> Jimmy G, you want to take us through the picks? Sure. Um, last week, the crown of regular season champion, uh, as always, uh, championship um, games. We'll have the, we'll pick the five uh, power five championship games, and then uh, for our loyal listeners, we'll if ESPN's still doing it, we'll probably have our uh, bowl championship determined by the. Uh, Bowl Mania Challenge or whatever it is that uh, ESPN has. Uh, Donnie, always sorely disappointed that we always just do the straight uh, oh. picks. We don't do the confidence pick games. I know Johnny likes to pour over and spend the three to four hours it takes to actually put in your confidence picks. So, my, uh, my, AD, my, ADHD, my ADHD is just not having it. I just can't. I, mean, I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. So uh, 
We're, we're still lobbying ESPN to let Johnny be a guest uh, on the oh. four and a half hour, five hour show that ESPN does with Jesse Palmer and Joey Galloway, where they do all their confidence picks. That's always a big highlight of Patrick Williams' holiday season, watching <laughs> Jesse and Joey go, go through the Independence Bowl and the Boca Raton Bowl. And oh. all these, uh, this great game. So, uh, Patrick usually – uh, DVRs it, so he watches it live, and then he breaks it down on film uh, as a Pruder style. Uh, so uh, if you want to get your confidence pick fix, um, go to Tom and Johnny's blog. Uh, it's right alongside uh, Razorpod Horse Racing blog and the Razorpod Bur- Bourbon blog. <laughs> you can get locked in on all that stuff. Um, <laughs> the Ra- Razorpod branding just, just going crazy. <laughs> It is a whole podcast network, really. Yeah. Um, uh, Army Navy, uh, a game that lasted about two hours. Uh, it was fun to watch. Um, not a lot of offense. I texted Patrick Williams uh, after the game, and I said uh, Navy had a, a robust four first downs for the whole game, uh, and Army uh, doubled them up, and they had eight whole first downs of the game. So oh, wow. 12 first downs and four quarters of football. That was uh, something else. And uh, then uh, USC and UCLA, our other game, all the pod uh, had USC. Uh, had, and it was a thriller, a really great game. And I got to admit, I know all our listeners, and I, I had USC, UCLA on TV one. I really wasn't that focused on LSU Florida till the end. Um, so, and it did, it, I wasn't disappointed. I watched USC and UCLA. Uh, Miami yeah. and North Carolina. Uh, Tom and I all over that one with the uh, Tar Heels. Uh, Miami, for some reason, decided not to play run defense, and yeah. North Carolina had it was even more even more yards than DMAC and Felix Jones had against South Carolina. They had five hundred and twenty something yards. Uh, two yeah. running backs did Ooh. for the Tar Heels. So uh, <laughs> no Ray Lewis or Warren Sapp or uh, Sean Taylor or any of those guys on this Miami defense. Uh, Ed Reed's not walking through that door. Um, Iowa, big win over uh, Whiskey, 28-7, I believe, in the snow in Iowa City. Uh, Patrick was happy about that. Tom, another great Big Ten pick. Um, he had the only one that had Wisconsin. I believe Tom is probably over in Big Ten games this year. It's really a stellar, <laughs> stellar job, Tom. Um, well, I, he's lo- so he's locked, in, locked in on Northwestern this week, too, man. He's, he's all in. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for his Big Ten title game pick. Um, uh, Georgia took care of business against Mizzou. Uh, really surprisingly, they just walloped Missouri. And then, of course, everybody got uh, Alabama. So, my 6 and 0 week, Patrick, uh, we have got a little entry. You're 30 and 16. I'm 31 and 16. So, we're tied oh, to the last call. No. Oh, no. Uh, oh, so no, no defense for Patrick Williams. No fourth quarter defense. You had to play a little offense. Um, then, uh, of course, Johnny and Tom. Uh, everyone besides myself was four and two. So Johnny and Tom started to pick it up. Uh, they have fewer games picked. Um, Johnny's 20 and 17 on the year. And Tom, uh, despite his big 10 woes is, uh, 23 and 18. So, um, you take away the big 10, my record uh, I'm like, sure it's probably like 23 and, and 0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, it's just the big 10 and, uh, you refuse to change, though. I mean, you're going to go in bad. You're not going to change your Big Ten picking style. Um, no 
So uh, it's, it's someone that, you know, loads up on those maiden claiming races, doesn't hit them for 20 in a row, but then, you know, you get that one 30 to one shot uh, and you're good. Boom. So, um, yeah, and you can get more of that kind of talk on our, again, Patrick Williams on our podcast network, the horse uh, Razor Pod Horse Racing Show, which will be coming up soon with Oakland starting in January. All right. So, uh, we, we, uh, we love to discuss the maiden claims. Our first guest, Stanley Roberts. <laughs> oh. It's <laughs> $5,000 maiden claims. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the picks. Uh, since we were so short on the Alabama, I didn't feel like uh, a little flourish on the start of the pick thing with there. Sorry, Patrick Weeds, if I've overstepped my bound. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. You're good. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're going to start off Friday night um, with the bizarre Pac-12 championship game where uh, the Pac-12 North champion unable to – it's like the, the Miss America pageant, Washington, unable to attend. So the first runner-up is going to be uh, fulfilling the duties of the Pac-12 North champion in <laughs> Oregon. It's going to be playing USC. It's like the year we went to the SEC championship when uh, Alabama was on probation. No different. <laughs> I mean, Oregon is three and so two. At least everyone knew going in. Yeah. <laughs> at least at, like in August, everyone knew going in Alabama wasn't going to be able to go to the SEC championship game. It's like well, Washington was supposed to play, and then like Tuesday, it's like, Ah, we can't. Did y'all see the uh, so, they had uh, they had shirts printed up? They were actually all over Twitter. Washington Pac-12 North champions, and they're like, "Do we make them? Do we not make them? Can we distribute them if we don't play in the game?" It's it's kind of a weird, funny tweet. <laughs> Hard. All right, Tom, let's go. Let's hear from you, Tom, on the uh, Oregon-USC game. Um, I'm going to go with the um, – I'm not going to go with the Ducks. Go with USC. They uh, seem like a Pac-12 uh, juggernaut this year. Really playing good football, winning tough games at the end. Oregon, um, you know, second place in the north is not going to get it done. I'm going to go with uh, USC, 30 30- Five twenty-one. Uh, uh, Patrick. Hey, tough call. I mean, I, I'm not as sanguine about uh, USC as Tom, but I do like him. Oregon may be in a position to play well here. I, I just I get a feeling that they may hang around, and this may be kind of a nip and tuck game. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. So. I'm going to go ahead and pick USC. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Oregon give them a game or, or squeak out a win. So, uh, kind of a, a hedge, but I'm going USC uh, 35-34. Yeah, I, you know, USC, they had a pretty emotional game Saturday night against uh, UCLA. Obviously, they're cross-town rivals. Uh, it's a wild game with uh, a lot of momentum swings and going on and USC has been involved in a lot of close games. So you don't, other than the Washington state game where they sprinted out early, uh, you know, they've had three fourth quarter comebacks, uh, one even against Arizona who just putrid. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah. Oregon certainly, and I'm surprised the Pac-12 coaches are the Hilton. I have. But I don't. Uh, well, it's not on. I don't even know what's going on there. But uh, it, I, I'm tempted to pick. Um, I, I just don't like what I've seen from them this year. I, I watched the Oregon State game, and they just look. I don't know. Kind of media he's brought in. So I'm going to go as well. Uh, wow. 38 to 31, USC. Johnny? Like USC, um, you know, Slovis, I think, is in the last couple games has thrown like 10 or 12 touchdown passes in the last three games. Um, Oregon's not taking the ball away much this year. I think they're going to struggle to slow down the Trojans. I think they'll probably have some success offensively. You got some – Oregon, as usual, has great speed. Um, but I, I think that that, that, that inability of, uh, of Oregon to, to defend against the pass and, and, and generate turnovers – is going to be a recipe for USC to put enough points on the board to win. It's going to be offensive. It's going to be Pac-12 football. Um, and I'm going to take the Trojans' final score, 41-31. All right. Uh, all right, now we're going to the Big Ten Championship game, uh, Northwestern versus Ohio State. A mild controversy with the Big Ten reversing course and allowing Ohio State to go in with a 5-0 record instead of the requisite six games. Um, I, I honestly don't find it that upsetting because they beat the team that was right behind them, Indiana, and had they played the game with Michigan and somehow lost to a woeful Michigan team, they still would have gone. So I don't think it was a big deal. I, if I was Ohio State, I'd even told the Big Ten, we'll take a forfeit or whatever just to give us a six. Um, but they didn't have to do that. So we got Ohio State against Northwestern. Um, so uh, I'll go first. Not much to say. I, Northwestern's a good story. Um Bouncing back after a tough year last year, but Ohio State—they're not quite the juggernaut they were last year, but they're still, you know, uber talented and uh, playing well. They look good in the one, one game they've got to play recently. Um, even though played much of it, but I, I just don't think Ohio. State Sorry, um, saw Frank Ragnow played with a fractured throat. Uh, anyway, um, I, didn't, I didn't know you could fracture a throat. I didn't either. That's on the bottom line. <laughs> he played with a fractured throat and said he was unable to make line calls in the game against the I'd be unable to like stand up by a fracture. Anyway, uh, Ohio State, uh, fairly comfortably, um, 42 to 21, Buckeyes. Uh, Johnny, we'll take the Buckeyes, but I think Northwestern's gonna gonna keep the score down. They've, you know, they play really good defense in Evanston. Um, I mean, yeah, Ohio State's just a juggernaut um, offensively when they get it rolling. They're tough to stop, but I think Northwestern's gonna be come out with a lot of passion and uh, and keep it close for a half, maybe even in the third quarter. And then I think Ohio State's gonna. You know, break loose, long play, something, and take and seize control of the game. I don't think the score gets away um, from uh, Northwestern, but I do think Ohio State pulls away in the second half uh, and wins, not huge, but comfortably. Final score, thirty to thirteen. All right, Tom. 
looking for that, looking for that win and maiden claimer coming down. Um, <laughs> now I, I'm actually looking for a win here. So I'm gonna go to Ohio State. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any. I mean, I, I agree with Jimmy G. Northwestern's a really good story. Both played great. Um, and should be and are rightfully being awarded or rewarded with a championship game appearance, but it's the end of the it's the end of the story here until the bowl season for Northwestern and Ohio State. I think wins, and they're gonna. I think they will put their foot on the gas to the extent they can because they need to they need to get in the playoff, and they're gonna work it work being there. And so I think they win fifty two to uh, twenty one. All right, Patrick Williams. No, uh, I, I would love to to win the race pod pick contest, but I'm also not an idiot, and there's just no way Northwestern is winning this game. Now, you know, they may keep it close. They may hang around. They may stink it up a little bit to keep the score down, but uh, Ohio State's just so much better. I mean, they're not – Alabama versus Arkansas better than Northwestern, but they're they're certainly a couple touchdowns better than Northwestern. So I think it might be a close first half, and I think Ohio State pulls away in the second half, uh, maybe comes right out of the locker room, gets turnover or a long drive to score, a big play, something like that. So uh, maybe a 35-17 feels like the right score. Ohio State. Okay. Um, and some uh, news on the bottom line now, uh, disappointing news for uh, uh, Tom Logan, I'm sure. Kansas State has opted out of a bowl game. So, there will be no potential Kansas oh. State. Uh, I know Tom on that matchup. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, we've been talking about teleport. where's woeful Arkansas team to go into a bowl game. I mean, they've been pulling in Plastic Academy before this is over. Well, uh, I'm sure uh, uh, PA would jump at the chance to play in a college bowl game. So uh, maybe we'll get a chance to see that. Uh, yeah, the K State's out. Uh, Virginia Tech also, a for, former Hog Bowl opponent, is opting out. So uh, who, who, who's, who's that? Kansas State and Virginia Tech uh, both opted out. Vata, gotcha, gotcha. So even though they're bringing, uh, I turned into Elmer Fudd for a second, uh, bringing. Um, uh, Justin Fuente back. So, uh, interesting decision for Vatek. Uh, I think your host and I may have a disagreement on this game, though. The Big 12 championship game, uh, Oklahoma versus Iowa State. Uh, this game is at a neutral site. Uh, it will be in Arlington, Jerry World. Um, Iowa State won the regular season meeting up in Ames with a uh, fourth quarter comeback, uh, which is a specialty of Oklahoma, giving those up to the teams. Um, so, uh, Sooners have, haven't played a lot lately. They uh, beat Baylor a couple weeks ago, but they had a game canceled the week before that against uh, – or postponed, supposedly, and then it got canceled against West Virginia. They, so they were supposed to play last Saturday to make it up, and they didn't. So uh, kind of maybe some rust for Oklahoma. Iowa State's been playing really, really well of late. Um, they did hammer West Virginia. Uh, looked good in that game. So uh, – First appearance for the Cyclones in the Big 12 championship game. So, it's always good to see some new blood because I think Oklahoma has been about every one of those since uh, Stoops got there. So, 
Uh, Oklahoma versus Iowa State. Um, Patrick, why don't you have the floor? Yeah, I mean, we got to make it sporting and got to got to gun forward a little bit. So I'm going Ohio, uh, Iowa State. Um, you know, big stage for them, but, and tough to beat a team twice in the same season. So all those cliches kind of are in operation here. Um, man, this year, lower fans, you know, because Oklahoma, I'm sure, would pack that out in a normal year. Um, maybe this is the year. Maybe it, maybe they've got enough momentum coming down the stretch. Maybe Campbell's been able to keep the – where's he going to move in the offseason, talk to a minimum, keep them focused. Uh, I'm going to go Clowns and just see if they can pull it off and be best season in Iowa State history with the conference championship and uh, 10 wins. I think they've never – They've won 10 games once, maybe. So, I hope they can do it. Uh, Iowa State, oh, let's pick the same score as first game. I believe it's 37-30. Is that right, Jimmy G? I think so. All right. Uh, Tom? Oh, man, I, this is actually a pretty tough one uh, because Iowa State's been playing so well and because I do have a lot of regard for, for Campbell. But, but this feels like – you know, the, I, I just – and the fact that there isn't going to be a big crowd probably works in Iowa State's advantage. Um, but this just kind of feels like the kind of game Oklahoma's making a living out of winning in the last decade or two. I mean, they, they seem like they've – in the last, you know, I don't know, it probably hasn't been a decade or so, they seem like they stumble, they trip up here and there during the regular season, and they always wind up in the championship game, and they always wind up winning. And so – I think they do it again here. Um, I'm going to go OU uh, 38 28. All right, Johnny. Man, you know, I'm a little, little revenge factor. You know, maybe, maybe that's a play here, you think? Um, it's a tough one, real tough one. Both teams have, have kind of found their stride. Oklahoma, after a rocky start, has been really playing well, but so has Iowa State. Um, after their early season stumble, it's going to be a really tough game. I, I'm just going to go with how, uh, Iowa State. I think their emotions is going to carry them through. Um, you know, maybe a team of destiny. I think they just find a way to win. Uh, and uh, even though there's some, some motivation for the center to get back at, at Cyclones, I'm going to take the Cyclones. It's just a kind of a gut feeling. Final score 35 31. Uh, um, obviously, I'm picking OU. Uh, I, I don't think the revenge thing is a big deal. I think Oklahoma feels like they're the better team. I don't think they really um, – I mean, they were the better team in Ames. They just – well, same thing with the K-State game. They just fell apart at the end. And uh, so, uh, and, and Oklahoma, you know, program like that, I don't think they really harp too much on revenge. But uh, – and the motivation for winning a Big 12 championship, I guess that's kind of big. But when you – I'm not – it's kind of arrogant. But, I mean, they – Tom said it. They usually win these games. And they won a ton of Big 12 championships. And – but, you know, there's no playoff spot at the end of the rainbow this time. You've still got Spencer Rattler, who's a good young prospect. But he's still not as seasoned as, like, having a Kyler Murray or a Baker Mayfield 
or even a Jalen Hurts. So the door's open for Iowa State. Um, it's going to be a tight game. I, I just, I guess Oklahoma, I guess their big game experience maybe plays off. I, I think Iowa State, had there been fans allowed, would have held their own because they've never been to this game. And for Oklahoma fans, it's kind of old hat. Um, the only reason I think Oklahoma would probably have a few more fans is because it's in Arlington and they've got a huge alumni base in the Dallas area. But uh, we see what Iowa State does, even at um, Kansas City at the Big 12 uh, tournament. You know, they they put as, almost as many fans in that area. And for that is – travel with me, but um, – it's a shame we won't get that atmosphere, but I guess I'm just going with Oklahoma just for hard overhead. So uh, this is not really a vintage OU team, but uh, they're still good enough to beat Iowa State. Um, Oklahoma, maybe a little lower scoring than people think, uh, 27 to 21 OU. All right, now the two biggies, the big playoff impact. ACC and SEC championship games. Uh, no disrespect to the ACC. We'll just kind of we're just kind of going in kickoff order. Uh, Oregon USC Friday night, Northwestern Ohio State, Oklahoma Iowa State at 11 a.m. Uh, 3 p.m. Clemson Notre Dame rematch from the game in South Bend. Uh, Notre Dame won without Trevor Lawrence, but it it really wasn't because of Clemson's offense that they lost that game. They racked up 40 points. So, uh, but Lawrence will be back. We'll see uh, how he fares against the Irish. He's really playing some great defense and. Uh, it really looks so much better now after how they kind of shut down North Carolina after what North Carolina just did to Miami. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame. I'm going to Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame is different for Clemson. And uh, again, I, the Clemson, the revenge stuff, I, I think they're like Oklahoma in regards on that. Uh, that's not a big deal to them. I think winning the, uh, AC championship and getting a berth in the playoff is what they're more concerned about. Uh, 16,000 fans, I think, the 20, something like that, are going to be allowed at the game in uh, Charlotte. So uh, there'll be a little bit of an atmosphere. Uh, not as crazy, obviously, as it would be. But I'm going to say Clemson uh, in a tight game, just like the first one. And I think both teams will end up getting into the playoff. Uh, Clemson, not as high scoring as game one. Clemson, 27. Notre Dame, uh, 23. Uh, Johnny, I agree with that. Um, I think Lawrence coming back is a big deal. Um, you know, you make a good point that um, they put forty points on the board with ukulele or whatever, uh, ungalalea. Uh, but uh, you know, I just think there's more to it than just the you know. I think but the, the 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 scoreboard with Lawrence. I think he's obviously the leader of the team. Uh, I think the intangibles he brings. I think it kind of goes further than just how they move the football and score points. I think they're going to be coming in, you know, with all their, with all their, um, you know, weapons that they have and, and, and a little more confidence that they've got their leader back. Um, Notre Dame's been playing really good football, no doubt about it. It's a great point about what they were able to do with North Carolina, who's just been scoring in bunches. That's a really good point. Um, you know, Notre Dame's for real. They're, they're a real good team. Uh, Jimmy G's right, probably going to make the playoff, win, lose, or draw. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe they would get left out if they get beat 60 to nothing. But um, I, two real good teams. It could be a great game. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson. I mean, maybe by just a, a previous score reverse, 45-41. Uh, Patrick? You know, I hadn't done very much 
game theory this year just hasn't really been warranted, but it's kind of the last opportunity, I guess, to uh, beat Jimmy G. Obviously, we differ on the Big 12 <laughs> championship game, so that would just pull us a tie. But uh, much like Tom Osborne in 1984, I'm going to go for two and uh, pick Notre Dame here, going for the outright win um, over Jimmy G. And uh, hopefully it won't have the same result. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm going to pick uh, Notre Dame. Patrick, it's only a half game difference. If like we had all the same and then flipped Iowa State and OU, you'd still win. There wouldn't be a tie. Well, you confused me with that. I'm I said one it's up, a, but half it's even in the loss column. I only yep. have one win because you had a sleeper game that got canceled. Okay. So it's just a yeah. You, you don't. I mean, if you want. What's up, Pat's been helping you all about all about Clemson. He's running up the Pat's wanting to run it's the fine. score up. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I did not understand the. Okay, the yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I did not understand your. You know, it's a weird year in a lot of ways, and uh, so thought I had to win by two, I guess. Um. Or had to win two this week. Well, I played tennis. <laughs> Tiebreaker. <laughs> Volleyball. Um, okay, then. I'm picking Clemson. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all the reasons I talked about with Iowa State, as far as trying to beat a team twice, I, I kind of feel like that victory by Notre Dame in South Bend earlier in the year was a touch fluky, probably flukier than Iowa State's win against OU. Um, Just the way it was kind of that late turnover and Notre Dame and overtime and all that could have gone either way. Uh, I think Clemson's better now. I think uh, Notre Dame's fine. They're a good team. They're going to play in a good bowl and have a – season to remember in a COVID year, but I don't think they're winning this game. Uh, well, Clemson, go ahead. No, I say Pat's as wishy-washy as Charlie Brown on this pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've been geared up for 20 minutes to pick Notre Dame and justify it, and I had to flip at the last minute. <laughs> um, anyway, score 40 to 30. All right. Uh, Tom, after that, what is your take on the ACC championship game? Well, I'm, 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 I'm much in tune with everybody here. I, <clears throat> I think that uh, Clemson has more to play for, uh, probably is a little bit better than Notre Dame. But, you know, I, don't, I, think, I think Notre Dame is a very good football team, best Notre Dame team I've seen in a long time. Um, and they've proved it all year. And it's, it's fun to see – uh, Notre Dame in a championship game too. I mean, this is this is a byproduct of COVID. We get to see Notre Dame play in the ACC championship game, um, and they got a they got a real a real shot here. I, I do think that um, that Clemson's defense will play a whole lot better this time. I think Notre Dame's defense will play just as good, but I think the, the difference with Lawrence back there will be a, a marked one, uh, and, and so I think it'll be enough. Uh, so I think Lawrence and Clemson win in a very, very good game against two 
two of the probably the the second and third best team all year uh, in the in the country uh, are battling it out for the championship game. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna go Clemson thirty four to twenty nine. I'll I'll say this: if Notre Dame wins this game, that will just submit that they'll never join the conference again because they can yeah. say, "Look, we've been an independent." For 600 years, we only were in a conference one year because of a pandemic. We won it. So, there. <laughs> we don't need to join a conference. We proved yeah. that one time we won it. We're done. So, hey, uh, if they can – seriously, though, if they can beat Clemson twice and all power to them, that, that's impressive. Yeah, and it would also be interesting to see who'd get in the playoff, you know, because everybody's chalked it up right now. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Ohio State. So to open that spot up, it, it would be uh, very interesting. But let's go to the SEC championship game. Uh, it's now marked the uh, uh, 14 years since the Hogs last appeared in the SEC championship game. Uh, I believe 2006 season was our last appearance. So uh, I'm sure the SEC is uh, lamenting that fact. Uh, Hogs a big draw in Atlanta, I'm sure. Uh, every mm. year and TV draw that money. They'd love to see Arkansas play an East team, but uh, hey, SEC, we're getting our act back together. We'll be there soon enough. Um, so we got Florida against Alabama. Uh, Florida, <laughs> uh, we've already discussed Alabama's game before the SEC championship game, rather routine. Uh, Florida's was not routine. Uh, had a little bit of everything fog, uh, shoe tossing. Uh, 50 yard kicks being boomed. Uh, Ed Orgeron, uh, it, it just a, a wild and wacky Saturday night in the swamp. Uh, so, uh, but they're 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 uh, looking forward. They Monday they were already talking trash about beating Alabama. So, always a good idea to uh, come off a loss to a team with a losing record and start trash talking Alabama. That usually works out well for teams. So, um, <laughs> we'll want to go first since this is kind of the Arkansas game uh, pick, and usually I'd lead off and let everybody else uh, hit clean up on that. So I get my opinion out of the way early. Uh, Patrick had no need. Uh, I'm going to Gators. I think they're going to pull the upset. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Because I, wow. I think one, and yeah, this isn't any kind of wishy washy you're trying to win. I do. I think they're going to. I think uh, Saturday night the Swamp was an aberration. I don't think they were prepared because obviously they were probably overlooking LSU. Um, I think the – I don't think Pitt's not playing was a big deal because he didn't play against us and they didn't have any problem moving the ball. But Trask was off. They threw a pick six, um, threw a couple more picks. They, I mean, it's just a weird night in Gainesville. And I think they are going to be focused. I think they've got the talent – to play with Alabama. I didn't say they were as talented as Alabama, but they have enough talent then they can play with Alabama. I think Mullen's going to have them ready. And I think they're going to get it into the fourth quarter. And Alabama hasn't been in a four-quarter game this year. And have we really seen uh, – we haven't – and Matt, we haven't seen Mac Jones in a pressure situation yet. So, uh, the last time we saw that was against Auburn last year. And um, he played well, but he also had some – crucial mistakes so uh i i'm gonna go with the gators and i think it's gonna be a really fun game i think by midnight on saturday night the college football world will be standing on its ear with and alabama's still gonna make the playoffs so let's not get too carried away but 
Uh, I'm going to go Florida. Uh, wow. Florida, 41, Alabama, 40. Uh, there you go, Patrick Williams. You want to play game <laughs> theory and pick Florida so you don't lose any ground? Uh, no. Um, it, you know, perversely, Jimmy G, I hope you're right. Just okay. from just from uh, game, interesting chaos, everything that would happen as a result of that. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to pick Alabama, uh, and not because I'm game theorying you, just because I just don't think. No, no, I, it's I, possible. I, I know that. But I, I will take issue with the aspersions of trying to win the picks contest as if that's some, some sort of dirty play. <laughs> I'm trying to differentiate myself from you, Jimmy G. Uh, just trying to win. Just trying to win. It's um, all about the W's. Hey, Jimmy G sitting here like two-time back-to-back double champion last year. And, and I'm the Alabama of the pick contest. He is. He's he's Thanos. He's inevitable. He's going to win every year, and I'm just trying to make sure that that is uh, not going to happen this year. So just like Alabama's Tom the, Logan in the bowl, pick him. Just dominant. Oh, Alabama's yeah. the pick. Yeah. Uh, this is probably going to be a rock and a rolling game. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of points. Um, you know, I just think Alabama makes enough stops down the stretch, probably. A uh, couple touchdowns at the end of the day. A um, couple touchdowns difference. 45-34 uh, is my pick for the score. And uh, looking back on Alabama real quick before we go, the Ole Miss game was their closest game, right? Yep. And then they ended up pulling that out by a couple touchdowns. Yeah, like sixty-three okay. to forty. Sixty-five to fifty something. Some sixty-five to sixty-three to forty-five or something okay. like that. I'm, I can't remember. Sixty-three to forty-eight. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got away from Ole Miss late. So, all right, uh, Tom Logan. Uh, I'm gonna go with Alabama. I, I don't think. Um, I, don't, I just don't think Florida's defense is is as good as, as Alabama's. Um, and I think Alabama's offense is probably a little a little better than Florida's, and that's the combination that's going to carry the day. Um, I, I don't put much stock in the loss to LSU. I agree with, with uh, Jimmy G. That was a little bit fluky. Um, they just they had a bad game and, and, and lost, and uh, that's – yeah, that's going to happen. But they, they have a lot of talent on that team, Florida speaking, a lot of offensive weapons, but they just don't have as many. And I don't think that they've got the defense to to cash in on some opportunities um, and give their offense extra opportunities. So I, it's, I think it's going to be um, Alabama – 51, Florida, 35. I'll say this about the Florida-LSU game. If Florida beats Alabama, that LSU game should matter. Uh, they should be kept out of the playoff because of that. You can't lose the week before the to a sub-500 team. And if it wasn't – LSU was 3-5. and five. If it had been Arkansas 3-5, and five, 
and they lost to us, there's no chance they'd go on the playoffs. No way. Yeah. So that that game, if they beat Alabama and upset them, that still needs to keep them out of the playoff. So uh, well, anyway, then you got then you got a team like A and M with an op- opportunity. Well, and A and M have, have every right to say, "Hey, that's <laughs> we beat you." Yeah, maybe beat yeah. that's right. So, that's right. Um, uh, discussion, but uh, um, maybe this is championship game, but uh, outdoorsman, um, we got uh, we and uh, some phone calls and some we still got johnny's pick sponsored this week uh for the sc championship game uh it's our good friends in stuttgart max prairie wings oh um, ooh, wow so, Trade, so, uh, yeah so we've uh we've done that um we pulled them in here so uh if you need any gear for your uh duck hunts uh some duck calls and i know uh the world cha- uh patrick williams is almost a world champion duck call so uh, yeah. he narrowly uh, missed a couple yeah. of years. Kavak, Kavak, <laughs> Kavak. <laughs> so, so, so uh, good to hear. Johnny will give you any coupon codes that uh, he's the one that his name you'd have to mention when you get the max. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'll let him do that. So Johnny, take it away. You know, um, I'm going with Alabama. And, and I think that Tom really hit the reason why the defense, you know, Especially earlier in the season, you know, you hear a lot of people saying, well, you know, get Alabama. They're, they're a little shaky on defense. Well, only three teams have scored over 20 points against Alabama. Only three. Um, Ole Miss scored 48. Uh, A&M scored 24. And Georgia scored 24. Those are the only teams in the out of 10 SEC games where, where another team scored over 20 points. So that defense is getting more experienced. <clears throat> they're getting better. Uh, their last couple games, I mean, they're giving up. Jesus, two teams have scored three, one scored thirteen, one scored seven. I mean, they're 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 holding teams, SEC teams, basically an average of, of, of barely double figures. So I think that defense is what's gonna 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 be the difference in this game. Clearly, both teams have have weapons. Clearly, both teams are well coached. Uh, you know, there there's there's no doubt that there's going to be some points scored uh, in this game. But I just think that Alabama's going to get a couple stops, a couple more stops than Florida's going to get, and that's going to be the difference in the game. Uh, I think they've got better uh, uh, defensive scheme, but they've got, they got better defensive players. They're just stouter on defense, and I think that get wins in the game in the second half. You know, maybe it's, it's, it's just like all, everything, you know, so we've seen so often with saving teams. Maybe it's a punt return. Maybe it's a turnover, something in the second half, and then they pull away. They get a couple more stops, and, just keep the hammer down and uh, and pull away at the end. I'll take Bama final score thirty eight to twenty. <laughs> okay, uh, the only thing that's going to be hilarious is if Iowa State beats Oklahoma, and all Pat needs is an Alabama win over Florida to win the. Uh, <laughs> Goes the other way. I could just see the the, the Patrick the the vehemence or just the vehement text of the ranting and raving for Patrick Williams if. Florida pulls it out. That's going to be uh, quite the – could be a little subplot. Maybe it gets mentioned by Gary and uh, Brad Nessler that the uh, Rage Pod pickup files on the line uh, during the CBS broadcast Saturday night. So, uh, you know, it's been a weird year uh, with COVID and all the cancellations and postponements and all conference games. And um, 
But uh, through it all, the Raging Pod Pick'em Contest has endured. It's been a fun year. Keep tracking the picks, keeping up with them. Uh, we want to thank our good friends at Ernst & Young for uh, doing all the accounting for us. Um, or maybe it's H&R Block. I'm not sure who does it. Uh, but uh, it's another another great year of the regular season. Looking forward to the bowl Pick'em. We all try to track uh, – Tom Logan really puts his expertise to use. And uh, it's just a bowl Pick'em wizard. Um, so uh, – Another fun year of the Razor Pod picks, Patrick. All right. Well, Jimmy G, thank you as always for your service. Um, did miss, I, I would agree with everything you just said, really missed the sleeper picks this year. That was the one kind of downfall of COVID. We did try to do it a couple weeks. It kind of fell flat because some games got canceled. It just, that was kind of a fun part of making fun of each other's sleeper picks and clowning on these teams that, we never really get to talk about very much. So that's the one, uh, one part of it I've missed, but uh, really the, the whole schemes work really well this year. So thanks again for keeping track of everything. Tom Logan, we have mail. Yes, we, uh, yes, we do. We have uh, some brave razor pod souls who wrote in after the, uh debacle in Fayetteville uh our friend Tracy um wrote in and uh noted that um uh quant quant jocks which I assume is some sort of a betting site predicted the hogs would go one and nine as opposed to zero and ten by the thinnest of the margins and um and that three and seven certainly exceeds all expectations. I think that would be true of the expectations of all of the Razor Pod crew. However, the uh, Auburn, LSU, Missouri games were all winnable and we couldn't pull those off. So, you know, what's the state uh, of the program is a question that Tracy had that I think many would, 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 uh, um, would echo. He also notes that. Uh, the special teams coach, Mr. Fountain, uh, was good at Georgia, but it has been a just a horrible area of weakness all season. Um, and he he says that something needs to change there uh, in 2021, uh, whether it's with a new coach or uh, better players or what have you. Uh, that's certainly, I think, something that most – Razorback fans would agree with. Um, so, Tracy, thanks for, for writing in. I, as far as the state of the program, I, I uh, and this is something that is echoed by our next writer, too, it, and something that Frank Burles always used to say, they remember November, and unfortunately our November and, and now December has been forgettable um, as it's been uh, in recent years, and it's kind of a better pill to finish three and seven after having so so many positive things happen this year from a winning perspective um but let, let's hope we get that opportunity in a bowl game and can go in and um and win one i, I think it does it does bear repeating that you know we we started out we had we played 10 sec games um the the, the eight sec teams that were Typically on our schedule, you know, we finished three and five against. And um, 
the two that were added were the two best teams that tied for first in the East. Thank you, SEC. We should expect nothing, nothing less. But um, hey, Tom, you know, I, that, I think this is a situation where, with the right matchup and a win, I think it may change kind of how we all remember this year. I think finishing on a high note. Now, if we have to play the Monday after Christmas or something against Texas. Ugh, I just don't feel good about. I mean, be a fun game. This isn't the year I want to play Texas um, with these two teams. I don't know. I, we need. I don't know what that matchup is, but someone new, someone different that we hadn't played in a while in a bowl, and obviously play well or win. I think we really kind of get a little different feel on both the state of the program and just our memories of the 2020 season. Yeah, I agree with that. I think this is an important, important bowl game for Pittman and kind of, you know, he's he's gonna essentially. I mean, he's gonna have to play a team that we we at least believe that we're on par with or close to. Um, and you know, we've done pretty good against those kind of teams most of the year. Even though that we haven't we haven't won them all, we've we have been competitive and. You know, six of the ten, six of the ten games, it's, it's been, they've been good games, and we've had chances to win um, those six games. And you know, the higher end teams, we've struggled against, with to no one's surprise. Um, but um, I, you know, we we need to we need to find a way to if we play a, a team that's kind of on our level, we've got an opportunity. I think. It, against those teams to have a winning record. And I think that would be a big deal if we finished four and three against those teams instead of three and four. Agreed. So anyway, uh, our other, uh, our friend Ken wrote in, um, uh, he wants to congratulate Patrick Williams on his uh, Thanos reference, comparing Alabama to to Thanos. And now Jimmy G also, of course, compared to Thanos uh, this week. Uh, and and uh, Ken notes that in Doctor Strange Time Stone, if we were if we played the football season in reverse, I think there would be a huge amount of positive um, feeling going into into the bowl season. And I totally agree with that, uh, Ken. If, if you if we did start off uh, struggling, you know, if we started off losing to Alabama getting blown out to no one's surprise. And then we played some really hard fought games that we just didn't come up on the front end on and then did come out on the front end of some hard fought games going down the stretch. I think people would be absolutely over the moon. Um, but again, that's, I think that's why this bowl game is, is pretty important to Pittman. And I think uh, I'm excited to see how we play. Um, so the uh, and and then Ken of course signs off with Go Army Beat Air Force, Jimmy G another uh, another cat another uh, service academy game. Many many people will have their eyes on that one as well, including Ken. So uh, that's the mailbag tonight. Thanks to all our loyal listeners for writing in all year long. Um, it's been a wild and weird year, but our, our listeners have been there for us uh, throughout. So back to you, Patrick. 
Tom, I want to, before I let you go off the mailbag, and this is a question for both of y'all, what is the matchup? What is the matchup you'd like to see in a bowl game, taking into account both name, but also winability for this team this year? Um, what do you think, Tom? Who would you like to play and to, to kind of meet that goal? Well, I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy. I love the Big Ten. I know that conference backwards and forwards. Um, so I'd love to see the Hogs and Wisconsin match up. I mean, Oof. come on. Oh, <laughs> which side which which side Bielema's gonna stand on? I mean, can you imagine the drama? He's there, his lawyers suing the Razorback Foundation. They're they they will not let him on the sideline. <laughs> Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez, Alvarez, a character witness for the Razorback Foundation. It would, it's going to be, uh, it would be, it would be the best of all worlds to see a, a matchup like that. America deserves that kind of matchup. Wow. Uh, that's what I say. I'd love to see uh, whiskey come rolling into the Music Pity Bowl in Nashville and the Hogs take a chunk out of that badger hide. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go the uh, redo of the 2006 Citrus Bowl. (laughs) Arkansas, Wisconsin. Music City Bowl. Hello, Nashville. Wow. Jimmy G, same question Uh, for you. I'll I'll Okay, uh, again, I, you wanted someone that we'd never played before. So, um, and I saw an interesting uh, bowl projection. Most of them obviously had us playing TCU or Texas, like in the Texas Bowl. But I did see one on ESPN that had us playing uh, Washington from the Pac-12 uh, in the Armed Ooh. Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. So, uh, that's the one. Once I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. But And then I thought, but that's the matchup I want to see. Because, you know, we, we played USC in 05 and 06. And uh, I, I don't know. We played UCLA in the Fiesta Bowl and the Cotton Bowl a couple of times. Um, we played, obviously, USC in the 70s. A couple, uh, but, you know, Arkansas and Pac-12 teams rarely uh, match up on the football field. So, I really think that would be interesting. Arkansas-Washington uh, uh, Arkansas game. Um, if not them, I, I sort of agree with Tom. Uh, I don't really want to see a Big 12 opponent. If you want something new and fresh, so a Big 10 team would be uh, pretty interesting as long as it's not Wisconsin. Uh, they're boring and dull. And uh, I would mind seeing this, though, they're, they're going to be a little above our pay grade in their bowl matchup because they played so well as I was going to be going off to one of the Florida Bowls. So that's a little bit above us, but I would mind seeing maybe a, you know, one of the, uh, lesser Big 12 teams. Um, I mean, Big, Big Ten. Ten teams, but I'm not quite sure who that might be. Maybe Minnesota. Well, we played Minnesota. I certainly don't want to see them in a bowl game. I don't want to see Row the Boat in a bowl game. Um, but yeah, Purdue, my first preference Purdue, would be baby. a Pac 12 team. You know, Washington. Yeah, we can see Purdue, Jeff Rom, and, um, you know, if Rondell Moore's playing, that could be kind of interesting. And that's someone that, you know, you could be. I don't know how much you know, like cachet that's going to give you beating Purdue. But, um, I, I, you know, 
Oklahoma State, I've seen that. If we are going to play a Big 12 team, I wouldn't mind playing Oklahoma State. It's been a long time since we played them. Uh, used to have a nice little series going with them for, you know, back kind of when we were first born and maybe in the 60s and 70s, Arkansas and Oklahoma State played. But yeah, Pac 12 game would be great. Yeah. Uh, that was the direction I was going to, just to answer the question. I was thinking of one of our favorites, and no, not the Blues. I was thinking maybe Oregon State. Mm. Who's in oh, uh, that? The Beavers. That that would be an mm. interesting. Maybe not a whole lot of street cred really? there, but I think it'd be a team about our, our pay grade and kind of an interesting matchup. <clears throat> Another interesting Pac-12. Uh, if they just there's actually a couple intriguing potential matchups that I'd like to see. Uh, how about Herm and the Sun Devils? That Ooh, might be kind of that'd fun. Be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Those guys could oh. score, so it might be a little. A little above our play, pay grade, at least according to their last game. Um, how's this grab you both? Colorado. Colorado mm. sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Four and yeah. Oh, 1.4-0 Colorado. Yeah. Utah, the Utes. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, the other Big Ten team that I was kind of thinking we'd get I, – I, Maybe record-wise, we might be able to get this to happen. We'd get a lot of uh, undeserved credit for Michigan. Um, Ooh, that would be interesting. We were supposed to play them last year. That'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. boy. What, well, the national media would sink their teeth into Michigan avoiding the Hogs. That would be, <laughs> really more, that would be one of the bigger storylines of bowl season. Yes, they'd, they'd somehow come out of COVID thirsting to play that game, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, we need to get back on the field. We need to get Never back seen on the field. Michigan as fired up as they are today. Uh, game day might be there. It might be their week before the Chiefs playoff game. A game day is inside of the Arkansas-Michigan. Uh, what a dream Rose Bowl true. light. Rose Bowl light. Coach Harbaugh, uh, is it true that you all ducked the Razorbacks to play Notre Dame? You know, those hard-hitting questions. <laughs> Maybe we'll get the Irish. We were supposed to play the Irish this year. Maybe we'll get them in a bowl game. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for the detour. I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about the actual matchup, which I'm sure will be none of the teams we've – none of the oh, half of college me. football that we've just talked Kansas about. Kansas State. Here we go. Maybe it's the, the uh, hat, Kansas. Oh, oh God. Take, oh. It would take – it would take a lot of teams to, bl- to bow out of bowl games before Kansas got invited to one. Yeah, it's going to be like hey. Texas Tech or TCU oh, or something. Oh, that's it's what's going to happen. It's straight up going to be an old Southwest Conference stadium. That's you know. well, or it's going to be the the next worst thing, which is a group of five conference team oh. who's, pro- who's probably pretty good and yes. will just absolutely be <laughs> – fired the hell up to play us. You know we'll end up playing Coastal Carolina because Coastal's oh, not okay. going to one of these big bowls. So we'll play Coastal yeah. or a BYU or, or somebody. Louisiana Lafayette. I wouldn't want to oh. play them. I wouldn't want uh-uh. to play BYU. Hell, I wouldn't even want to play A-State. Well, maybe now I would, but well, I mean. I don't, A-State's not going to a bowl game. No, they're not going. You know, um, I, that is – that's a worse – I'd rather play – Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas, any of these teams we really don't want to play before I want to play a small conference team. Yeah, I agree with that. 
But maybe we can play a MAG team, have a little matching. Western Michigan or Toledo. Rematch against Toledo. Sweet revenge. I honestly still think, and I still think there's a realistic chance we end up playing South Carolina in a bowl game. So we get to play 11 SEC games. So if that happens, just be prepared to vomit. I still think that's on the table. Oh, oh God, I hope not. That's the nightmare scenario. You play another or Kentucky. <laughs> honestly, that's the, that's the one scenario that I'd rather play. Coastal or BYU or Lafayette. <laughs> Hell, just bring uh, Monroe, but bring Monroe back up to War Memorial and let's play it there. <laughs> well, for Louisiana, Monroe definitely they're maybe the worst team than uh, FBS, so that that would definitely be a win. Uh, what about Rice? Rice, you know, we play Rice. Ooh, bring back the wake up the echoes. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Uh, I want to get Tom Logan's thoughts on uh, Butch Jones' return to uh, head coaching and right here in the state of Arkansas, former Tennessee yeah. coach. Well, you know, Butch, Butch obviously got the job uh, after a, a a really impressive stint at, what, Central Michigan? Where was he? Something like that. He was a Maction coach, I think. Yeah, he was uh, in the back. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that the guy – has some coaching ability, obviously. Um, uh, it's an interesting hire for ASU uh, because they have been, you know, going kind of the, the the assistant route and successfully so for the last, what, five hires. I think they've hired a, some sort of an offensive assistant. They started with Malzahn or was it Freeze first? I can't remember. Um Maybe been freeze. Like Mal- 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 yeah, Malzahn sure was before did. freeze. I'm pretty sure. Well, in any event, they had freeze, then Malzahn, then no. I think I think it no. Freeze was first because freeze was the the offensive coordinator for the fired coach at ASU. The, the Steve Roberts got fired. Yeah, and then they put Steve freeze Roberts. in. Yep, Steve Roberts, and then. Um, and then Malzahn, and then Harson, um, and then Anderson, right? I think that's – and then – so they they went and got offensive coordinators for their last four coaches, and now they brought in kind of a, a, a guy who was at the pinnacle of the profession at Tennessee and did have some good years, a couple of nine – and I think he had a couple of nine-win years, but also had a real stinky – stinker fest of an end and – um obviously you know didn't didn't pan out um you wonder where where his energy level is and what his commitment is and i'm sure those are things that, that we won't know for a while but i mean he's 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 proved himself at that level and if he still if he still has that kind of support staff and and motivation i think he could probably win again well, uh, it's, I hope they uh, keep it rolling. It's kind of nice that A-State is, is okay and sem- semi-interesting to watch. Uh, anybody got a rant real quick before we sign off for tonight? 
I just don't want to hear Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman calling the Oklahoma Iowa State game. That's just all I ask. What's yeah. the other option? Well, it's not going to be God. Any? He he's doing the the hair, God TV guys. Any? Yeah, the God TV. Anybody news. but. Anybody just, but Brando and <laughs> Oh, yes. Sign me up. <laughs> I don't think they could find Jerry World. They, they don't leave the East Coast unless it's NCAA tournament time. <laughs> no. They'll send uh, Chuck and Keith over there to call that game more than Brando and Tillman. Chuck and Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do got to say about the AETN's the broadcast of the high school championship games, the announcing, you know, it's still a step up from Gob TV, but um, the production value is pretty good. They do a pretty good job on those telecasts with, you know, the picture quality and replays. And it's, it's literally, you're not, it's not your Jefferson Poly real TV. So yeah. I got to commend AETN for their commitment to showing the state championship games. Tom Logan, you got a rant? No, no, no rant. All right. Well, we'll sign off for tonight. Uh, Jimmy G will get the uh, bowl pick set up and we'll tweet that out and talk about it on next week's show. Um, I guess all the bowl games that are going to happen are going to be kind of compressed into the week after Christmas. We're going to have some next week, Jimmy G, do you know? I don't know. Are there going to be bowl games uh, next week? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be kind yeah, of a quick turnaround. <laughs> but uh, got can- the one Saturday got canceled. Yeah. Uh, kind of a quick turnaround so just be on your toes if you want to join the bowl pick them and we'll make sure we'll get it on the tweeters just as soon as we know as soon as it's up and uh hope to have you all join us on that and we'll i don't know about a show next week um we may wait until we know when the razorback bowl game matchup is and kind of do one a few days before that so we'll just keep a watch on your podcast app or wherever you catch razor pod and we'll get a new show up whatever that in that time frame so thanks for joining us tonight appreciate everybody appreciate all the loyal listeners and we'll be back to you uh shortly with another razor pod all right